0: Awesome, awesome. Well, welcome, welcome. This is uh, Bubble Dutch round uh, twelve, twelve. But we have a special guest, Matthew Lansdown. Hey, uh, yes, How's he's it going. Uh, he's, uh, he's awesome. He's here. um, he's been. Uh, he's he's definitely family of our church now. He's he's not just a a, a guest and a. And a long, you know, a distant relative He's, he's family, I think, especially after this camp yep. um, We've just come off We have just literally just come off camp um, It is 10.30 at night And we've just kind of unpacked the car uh, So it's very late, we're very tired But we're still going to do this This is great, this we're is a cool it. opportunity I mean, we're you're flying it. out tomorrow So we need to we're jump in it, man. and record it But yeah, um, Matt, a bit of your let's, Can we hear a bit of your story?
1: Bit of my story, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, where shall I start? Do you think? Just like think overall story. Maybe when you, um, let's, let's 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 do. A, when did you become? Um, when did you make your your decision for God? Like, yeah, cool. Um, so, yeah, so um, grew up in a atheist family. Oh,
0: um, cool. Yeah,
1: so no no concept of God until I was eight. When I was eight, um, we had a Bible and schools teacher come to school and talk about Jesus and King David. And oh. I remember thinking, what is Jesus? Not even who is Jesus, but initially, what is Jesus? And then I realized in the session oh. that Jesus was the name of a person that apparently everyone else knew about in the room except for me. Oh. And so I felt like uh, I felt like a little bit ripped off. Like, my parents should have taught me this. Yeah. How come I don't know this? And... Um, and then uh, that led me to kind of a, a quest, really. And I went home after that day at school, asked my dad, Dad, you didn't tell me about Jesus. Hmm. I felt like an idiot at school. Yeah. Like, what's you know, you should have told me about Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And he was. Uh, he said to me, he had a spade in his hand at the time, and he said, listen, Matt, you live one life, and then you're going to end up in the dirt. And he pointed to the hole that he just dug. <laughs> And you're just <laughs> wow. going to be in the dirt like that. That's a problem. and you, Yep, and, and, that's, and that's that. So make the most of life. And I, I thought, um, in one sense, that's good advice. In another sense, that's, that's fairly short on hope, you know? Um, oh, well. <laughs> and uh, so uh, uh, that answer didn't really feel right to me. And so I started to explore the spirit realm um, from when I was eight, which is a big, long story in and of, of itself. Yeah, eight. Yeah, crazy. Literally, from when I was eight, um, and I went from that day—I think it was that day—from that day up until I was twelve, I started having quite terrifying spiritual encounters. Uh, remember, I'm not—I don't have like a any kind of Christian influence in my life, and yeah. my family's not under any kind of Christian covering or. So we're just wide open to anything spiritual. And, um, and I'm on a quest. I'm the only one in my family on the quest. Yeah. And I start having these crazy, terrifying encounters with spiritual beings, um, mm. which I won't, won't you know, um, we don't need to get into. And then when I was 12, um, tw- I think it was 12, I was either 11 or 12, I was in intermediate school. My teacher um, invited me to camp. And he was a Christian. He was part of the Baptist Church,
2: yep.
1: uh, Peter Snow Youth Camp. And he invited me to this camp, And uh, along with most of my class, who most of them were non-Christian like me. And um, and one of the things that we had to do at camp, super fun camp, one of the things we had to do was we weren't allowed to eat dinner. I don't know if this would even be legal now, but we weren't allowed to eat dinner unless we sung the worship songs. Whoa. And they were yeah, like these old school, anymore. yeah, these old not school, no. no, 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 yeah. So, um, I was too scared to sing, hmm. but I could lip sync. You know? oh, yeah. So I was standing cool. there in my my uh, Metallica T shirt, hmm. and my friend had his Pantera T shirt. We, we were all into like heavy metal back then at, at intermediate school, which is quite classic. <laughs>
0: you still into
1: that? No? Uh, yeah, oh, not so much now. Okay. Uh, you know, not so much now. But. Yeah. Um, so we were lip syncing and then I looked over my shoulder and I noticed that all my friends were falling over, like Gosh. they were fainting. Oh. And I was like, what is going on here? And yeah. then I started to shake. But I'm thinking to myself, why am I shaking? Like mm. I'm, not, I'm not just talking about a little quiver. I'm talking about like I'm a jackhammer. It was a hardwood floor and I'm jackhammering up and down. And Ooh. I'm bawling my eyes out, but I'm not upset. And I don't know why I'm crying. And so my wrong. friends are all on the floor, and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. what is going on? But I feel so good, but I don't know what this is. <laughs> it's it felt, what age were you in? Uh, it was intermediate, so 12, 11 or 12. Wow. Um, my teacher came up to me and he said, Matt, do you know what this is? And I said, I don't know, but it feels good. Oh, it feels good. Yeah. And he said, Have you heard, do you know anything about the spiritual realm? And I said, mm. oh, yeah, I do. I, I'm, I'm terrified of the spiritual realm.
2: Yeah.
1: I've had some bad experiences, you know. And he said, well, this is the good side of the spiritual realm and what you're experiencing is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he explained to me about the Holy Spirit and I thought, this is what I've been looking for my, my mm. whole life up until now. Um, only in intermediate school. Mm. Anyway, um, that night, uh, I I God spoke my name audibly. Uh, um, so loud that it actually freaked me out, but in a good way this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, ha- I had a whole bunch of other Cool things that happened on that same day with God, and it really just opened up that God is real, yeah, and um and that God seemed to be really good to me from that experience.
0: So young as well, yeah.
1: And then, it's, um, it's long story short, I kind of started going to church for a little while, fell off the rails,
2: hmm.
1: um, got involved in all sorts of silly things. Yeah, that's a heavy metal. I mean, yeah. Well, that was before, so oh, yes, uh, yes. so sort of straightened <laughs> out for us for a few months, and then. Yeah. Um, and then back off the deep end again, and um, and then when I was nineteen, I got into, I was in a really dark place internally, and I was involved in some some silly things, and I was outside my friend's house, and um, his dad had just basically challenged me and my and a whole bunch of my friends, and and said you guys need to you know spiritually pick a side. Um, there's yeah. a war over your lives and you need to pick a side. And that kind of like hit me up and I was like, got to my car and I said, God, okay, if you're real and you'll still kind of accept me after me turning my back on you, yeah, um, could you come now? And if you come now and show me that you'll still accept me, that you still love me, I'll give you every second of my life from this point on. And I went to put my keys in the car. It was 10 o'clock at night. Um, 2001 October. Oh yeah, yeah. Outside 54 Hobson Road, Albany, Auckland, New Zealand. Nice. And uh, I went to turn turn the key um in my car and uh, and the only way I can describe it is is like God had a vacuum cleaner, and he vacuumed the oxygen out of my car, and filled my car with his presence and his love so tangible that I was I felt myself breathing him in. And as I breathed God in, everything that wasn't God in me left. And I remember Whoa. addictions being broken. Yeah. Like I, I was a. My family were actually so overwhelmed with my change, or my transformation, hmm. that they were actually concerned for me. They thought I had taken one too many drugs. Yeah, or yeah. They thought. I, they thought. What <laughs> too, too good, too is, yeah. What has happened to Matt? He Whoa. is off the planet. Yeah. Um. I just wouldn't stop smiling, couldn't stop laughing, and uh, couldn't stop telling every living thing about Jesus. Um, Fair enough. I had all okay. zeal and zero wisdom. Yeah. And um, I was freaking zero everyone, wisdom. freaking everyone out. I was yeah, freaking everybody yeah, guess, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, of um, course. And uh, and then the rest. But it was is, so
0: new to you, like cause, I guess the whole. Cause yeah. You had no fundamental like. Like, I grew up in a Christian household, so I, like, I'm like, oh, okay, that's that, that's that. I can always connect the dots. Yeah, yeah. But you had just fresh, like, zero to 100.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when I was the 12, when I was in intermediate school, that experience, like, set something in me to realize God. And I never lost an awareness of God from that point. Hmm. So even when I was doing things that I shouldn't be doing, you know, um, um, I remember, you know, smoking drugs. and. I had an awareness that Jesus was here, kind of over my shoulder. Yeah. And I I knew that I could just turn, but I I just wouldn't, I couldn't bring myself to acknowledge him. Yeah. And in my heart, I was like, oh, I can't, I don't know how to fully connect with you, but I also don't know how to fully enjoy my sin, (laughs) which I'm trying (laughs) to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Because you're here. Yeah, for sure. And, um... But I felt stuck on the in, in, in between the two, mm-hmm. and then when I was nineteen, that, that was it was a, um, wow. game changer. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so you ended up going to Bethel School of Supernatural.
1: Yep. Yes. Yeah. And so when did that happen? So that was um, we we did uh, from 2008 to 2010. Renee and myself. And so you married by then. We were married. Yeah. Cool. And our good friends, Andy and Diana, um, went at the same time as us. That's right. Yep. And, so did you guys uh,
0: know each other before you
1: guys went? Yeah, we did. Cool. Yeah, yeah. we did. Um, and we were part of a different church before that we were part of, um, it was called Albany City Church back then, Inspire Center now.
2: Oh, yeah. In okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, we were part of that church, oh, and wow. I was a youth leader. I was overseeing uh, the evangelism there. There's heaps of cool stories from that time. Yeah. Um, and we, it's, a re- it's kind of a long story how we ended up at Bethel, but we did end up going there, and yeah. it was an awesome time. Yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah,
0: because you kind of—I guess—you went there, and when you came back, that was kind of when we were understanding what Bethel was, and yeah. like, we were, we were kind of—oh, like, this is actually God alive in yeah. us. Like, what does that look like? And it's kind yeah, of that, yeah, an yeah. outworking yeah. of that. So, yeah. so what? Then you came back, and then you guys got—I guess—what well, you finished the school and got released to start. Yeah. straight away, or like, oh, uh, you were yeah, there for a few years. Yeah, I guess. yeah.
1: So we did two years at the school. Um And then, kind of again, a long story short, hmm. um, we felt God stir in our heart. I felt God stir in my heart around catalyzing a movement from New Zealand that would touch the world. Oh, that was dear. kind of the framework for me and that you know I, I could talk about the visions and encounters that God gave me for that hmm. um, and in my process of that, I was talking to Andy. Um, And Andy and I had kind of developed a really strong friendship And we knew that God was calling us together into something Hmm. And there's a big story behind that too Which started before Bethel Um, And uh, so I came to Andy and I said Listen, I I feel like God's really challenging me for New Zealand Because it wasn't a given that we'd come back to New Zealand So I knew that God had called me to Asia but I didn't really oh, know wow. about New Zealand. Yeah, And so this was kind of a new thing, like yeah. this burn for New Zealand. Yeah, um, And Andy was kind of carrying the same thing, but his emphasis was, I really feel like we need to start a church, and I really mm. feel like it needs to be Bethel Church. Mm. Like, th- this, is, this is our DNA, these are our people, this is our tribe, mm. and um, this is who we are. We're like sons of this house. So... Um, so we were like, let's join together, and I felt like the movement really needs to start. Anything kingdom, um, kingdom doesn't flow. The kingdom of God flows from family,
2: hmm. and so
1: a beginning point for a kingdom movement must be an expression of family somewhere, which is church. So, hmm. um, so I, I thought, well, let's let's do this church thing and let's hmm. um, let's start something from there. And I'm cutting heaps of detail up, by the yeah, way, no, but. That's... Um, we ended up having a conversation with Eric Johnson, who's Bill's son, yep. who yep. was previously, you know, up until mm. not long ago, the senior leader of Bethel in Reading. And uh, long story short again, he ended up, and it's kind of actually a funny story in parts, but he ended up um, talking to Bill, and we had meetings with various different people, mm. and they ended up saying, yep, um, we want you to go start um, Bethel, New Zealand, um, there was no sort of, like, here's how you do it. It was just, yeah. like, go for it. Boom. Yeah. And, um... Oh, wow. That would have been learning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was <laughs> so, incredible like on learning. on what was, like,
0: one of the, the the early days thing that you were just, like, wow, I did not know this? Or, like, what what was what one of the top even three things that you were just, like, okay?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, like learning curves. Yeah, of. learning curves, yeah. Um... Okay, so, so one dynamic was we, we had a plan hmm. and the plan was that we were going to do this strategy of like uh, we're going to have four home groups. We're going to start with one home group. We're going hmm. to spend like six months with like 10 people or whatever it was hmm. something like that the goal was. I can't remember the full details. And we're going to train those 10 people and then we're going to split that into four home groups cool. and yep. we're going to oversee that. It was going to be this kind of cell growth strategy. Yeah, yeah. The classic. Yeah. And and <laughs> we and we actually really were hoping that it didn't grow fast. Okay. Yeah. Because we wanted it to grow strong. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we wanted the roots to be deep. We wanted to spend time with people. And we didn't know anyone in Whangarei, so none of us were from Whangarei. Oh whoa. So um Flat. so or well, actually Diana was from Whangarei, but she had kind of vowed that she'd never go back. <laughs> and so um she now loves it in Whangarei. Mm. But it was a big move for all of us. Mm. And um, we started the church in an accounting firm boardroom that could fit 60 people. And I think within like a – we started on Thursday nights
2: mm.
1: and with that strategy in mind. Mm. And we um, – within what uh, would have been like six weeks, we had like 90 people showing up and miracles Ooh, were way. just exploding. There, it was so packed that people were – Inside the women's and men's bathrooms, pushed back into the bathrooms yeah. and standing room only. And people were crowded into the bathrooms. You could, couldn't even use the bathrooms. All right. And they're out onto the road. And so the challenge in that was yeah. was it was really hard to um, – it felt like we were spread so thin trying to meet everyone yeah. and trying to get to know everyone and trying mm. to identify – Man, who are really who are the people that are really wanting to run with us, and who aren't the people? You know, yeah,
0: because we, we, I, I feel like, yeah, because what you're talking about just then, I, I, feel like we had that similar. Sorry, this mic is fun. Um, yeah, yeah. We had that. I guess we had that similar thing when we, like early days harmony, where there, when we, especially when we went after the the supernatural. Yeah. Because that's like supernatural. You know, yeah. it's insane. It's really cool. Yeah. It's like. Well like okay, bring people to get healed, you know bring people to yeah, yeah, to yeah. encounter God, mm. but then it was kind of like, well, where does discipleship sit in that?
1: yeah, and for us, it was um in communion I remember God really spoke to me because we had a lot of holy spirit momentum
2: mm.
1: like the grunt of the spirit was was super strong yeah that's so cool um and and things were happening, and people were coming. Mm. But it, but the the one of the big learning curves for me, and I think for probably all of us. And I'll I'll explain it like this God sort of spoke to me about it, and He said, Matt, um, don't be uh, be intentional, with the, hmm. with, the cool. be intentional okay. with the few, rather than unintentional with the many. Cool. Be intentional with the few rather than unintentional with the many.
2: Yeah.
1: And if you want to go wide, you must first go deep. Hmm. And he gave me a vision of digging a hole at the beach, you know, like when you dig a, um, oh
2: yeah, yeah you yeah. know,
1: and you want to dig like a little sparple for your kids or whatever. Yeah. At the beach. And uh-huh. you never dig wide. You just dig deep and it goes wide on yeah. its own. And so I felt like God, in that moment, he gave me a couple of people just to focus on. Yeah. And I stopped having coffee with everyone. Hmm. I stopped trying to I stopped trying to get to know every single new person, get to know every single family.
2: Mm.
1: I st- you know, I was just gone all the time, meetings upon meetings upon meetings upon mm. meetings, and half the people came for a weekend and then were gone. It just honestly it was just nice to hang out with the people, but for sure. in some ways in relation to my job, yeah. and my mission in Whangarei, it was a bit of a waste of time. Yeah. Um, That's so tough. I though. started to realize man, my time is actually not infinite. Mm. And I and I need to be a good steward of my time, mm. and build into the people that God has, um, built into the right people. Yeah, you know. So that was that was probably a massive learning curve for um, yeah. for us, for me. And then the, another one was um, another big learning curve was um, the the dance between authority and responsibility.
0: Okay. And uh, a
1: like, this is interesting. An inter- a, a dynamic that we learned is that if you give, God gives you authority for what you're willing to take responsibility for. Hmm. But if we cool. delegate authority to people in our environment within our church, in a way where they're not willing to take the responsibility that matches the authority,
2: hmm.
1: then they will inevitably abuse the authority, and then blame someone else for it. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah. <laughs> Honestly yeah, it happened yeah, yeah. No, every can...
1: single time. Yeah. And hard. on the converse of that if you give people more responsibility and expect more from them in the environment in the church environment mm. then you're willing to give them authority to accomplish what they're responsible for then that also doesn't work well because yeah. they end up resenting. So we wow. found a, uh, we learnt a um and this was is, this is probably a lesson of like learning it and then learning how to fine-tune it over the years
2: yeah.
1: and still fine-tuning it. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I would say you know, we're entitled now, but at Bethel yeah. that would still be being fine-tuned because yeah. it's different for every person. Mm. But the dance between um, um, leaning into the Lord and really asking and processing with, with you know, these developing leaders, okay, what is the grace on for you? And then where is the grace at for you? In other words, like everyone's oh, wow. grace grows at a different pace. Yeah. And so trying to identify, okay, what is the grace and at what stage of growth is that particular grace at? Wow. And so if you that's put someone point. in wow. a place of that's responsibility yeah. and their growth is not their grace growth is yeah. not at that place, then they yes, sink. That's, that's
0: the thing. I think I think there's a there's a there's almost a a natural um, tendency to be like, Oh, you're graced. Into, in that in that lane, like yeah, or yeah. that whole, you yeah. know, sweet. There you go. Yeah. Instead of okay, let's yeah. figure
1: out that's wow. And giving that's people good. um that's just get, just, it's just that whole thing uh, where it comes to practically is um just just not giving people too much too quick, mm. but just giving people a little bit of opportunity, see how they go, give them feedback, mm. coaching opportunity, mentoring opportunity, just to hey how do you think you went? Blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And then give them a little bit more and just see how they go with that. And you just, you're just working with people in their callings. And of course the ultimate goal is that every single person in the church would step into their dream in God. And that, that dream would contribute to the body. Yeah. In some way. That's, that's, you know, been your role. and That's kind of the role of a
0: church leader, right? Literally. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Privilege. Absolute, Absolute privilege. Okay. So I've got a question. Okay. I, um, I essentially So I see you as Someone who Is Really anointed in, in the prophetic Which means I mean I don't know Even how you define it But um, I guess Calling out the gold Like Seeing what God's saying About people mm-hmm. um, And You're crazy accurate mm. And like I feel like When when Every time you've come To I guess Minister In, in our church um, you've You've been Very accurate In the prophetic mm-hmm. But then not only that Healing And God encounters So Present Like it just Jumps mm-hmm. up You know mm-hmm. It's like a whole other level I mean we still have it But There's just like a A, a whole mm-hmm. other level mm-hmm. Higher mm-hmm. I, I don't Like Do you <laughs> I'm trying to figure out What it is Cause like I mean you, you carry that For sure but I'm like, well, what does it look like for for me to carry that, or like for for it to mm. be normal? Mm. You yeah. know, what do you what do you do good, that's good different that gets gets you to that? Just okay, sweet. Mm. You know, the 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 like turn the nozzle of the of the hose. It's already on. Like just mm. you know, it's, mm. let's go. Mm. Like
2: question. that's
0: what it feels like every time you come. It's just like sweet, already done. You know, like yeah. so easy.
2: Yeah. Well, on oh, the outside list
0: that's no, what it looks it's like it's
1: a really good question and I think it's a really relevant question for lots of people hmm. a lot of people look at um, you know someone walking in what they've spent years stewarding and wonder why they're not walking in that immediately when they haven't spent <laughs> even one day trying to steward it yeah that's fair um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah good, that's, cool. that good that cool. really is <laughs> um, and I'm not saying that about you I'm no, just no, saying no, that no, that's no, a general yeah, statement yeah. no it is but, um, I, yeah for real i for me personally um from the day I had that experience in my car, I knew that god was God and i feel the whole i can feel the Holy Spirit just talking about it now mm. which is which is almost overwhelming for me right. um and it is that I felt the i kinda of, i don't even know what word to use but the the life of God in me, pushing me towards the prophetic, yeah. healing, the ministry of the Spirit. Flip. That was my. That was my. So you feel like you're being drawn into it. Oh, like, that that is the wow. thing that just um, from day dot from the beginning, yeah. that, um, even from when I was eight, that quest of wanting to understand the spiritual things. It was. It started even back then. Interesting. Um, yeah. So it's been. Wow. Like, in one sense, it feels like it's been. My over my overwhelming mission, my whole life is to, is to understand the spirit, hmm. and then when I learned the Holy Spirit, I was like, "Oh, this is it! I what? need to know everything. I need to know Holy Spirit." Um, so, in answer to the question, I think a good question to ask in relation to that question would hmm. be, um, "When can?" You know, when after planting an apple seed can you expect to get fruit from the apple seed? Yeah. Yeah. I think if you plant the apple seed, you first of all need to expect that you have to spend some time watering and looking after it. Hmm. And then you don't expect to just water and look after it for a week before you get fruit from it. Yeah. But you might have to water that thing and look after that thing for a year before it even sprouts properly. grows yeah. its first branch. And even then, you're not expecting fruit, but you're still encouraged by the growth. Mm. And it's spiritually speaking, in the context of what we're talking about, that might feel like, "Oh man, you know what? I'm starting to really feel just some more understanding around the prophetic, or around healing, around the miraculous. I Mm. haven't seen that much yet,
2: Mm.
1: but I can feel it growing in me. Mm. And then, you know, you know, a few years later, you might have just be continually feeding that seed, feeding Mm. that tree, watering that thing. And then you get your first bit of fruit. Yeah, and and I remember that for me, yeah. real clear. Your first, your first kind of like. Oh, uh, I mean, you t- you referred to the prophetic. The yeah. prophetic's probably a harder one to track. Um, in terms True. of, you know, it's harder to define when that first began. Yeah, but like for healing, that's a real easy one. Hmm. I remember it was um, me, me and Andy. Hmm. We're pressing into that thing like crazy. I mean, mm. you, if I showed you my reading diet yeah. over those years, I read the John G. Lake book. It's like 600 pages long. I read that like yeah. six times, cover to cover. And it was just John Far G. Lake's story of pers- pursuing God for the miraculous. Tumors mm. exploding out of people's body. He holding the bubonic plague in his hand under a microscope and watching the plague shrivel up in his hand, which is a great story for our current context. Far um, praying for um, South Africa an intercession when the plague hit South Africa yeah. and being taken up in the spirit fighting demons and then coming back into his body and the plague left South Africa. Like crazy That's stories. Just, this is yeah. like my bread and butter as well as the Bible. <laughs> and um, and it was years reading that and practicing praying for people and not really seeing that much happen. hmm and uh, I remember my first miracle was um, a person with uh, Parkinson's disease in a in a university. This was maybe a year, two years into just ravenously feeding on miracle stories, hmm. listening to people like Tim Hall, Clark Taylor, reading John G. So you're Lake. just every just trying to many like feeding testimonies man. of what, what oh, just that's already happened. For, getting, like, my, getting myself so hungry for it that I yeah. felt like I was going to explode. Yeah. You know, like driving to the restaurant when you're really, really hungry, and you're just dreaming that's about so what's going to be on the menu.
0: Honestly, like because that's even. I mean, I've got a
1: like when I was at
0: because um, we just came off church camp. I just mm. alluded to before, and I was just talking to this um, this 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 older couple, and they were talking about like testimonies of of what God had done, in their in their life through their ministry, mm. as in, like praying for people seeing the sealed, praying for people seeing this sealed, praying for people mm. seeing this sealed. I'm like, I was just my. Whole spirit was just like I, I shared it in the morning session yeah. today, where I was like oh, I was yeah, yeah. so stirred, and yeah. it was like a, it was it was a spiritual thing of like hey like this is you too like this is I want to mm. see you know, mm-hmm. it was like it's such a yeah you 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 start craving it almost it's a weird like yeah it's a yeah but it was just it was not and that was just two hours of conversation,
1: and and, and you, you know, are doing this for yeah uh, that's exactly. weeks and you know the, the deal with hunger. Is when you feel God stirring hunger in you, mm. like you felt just the other, just yesterday, or the day before at camp. Mm. When you feel that, that's not there to tease you and to rub in your face what you don't have. Mm. That is literally a divine invitation from God Himself mm. to inhabit the thing you're hungry for. And that's what I was feeling because I was like, and because I, I was
0: trying to explain. It was so funny because I, I felt like a whole, a really big Holy Spirit stirring. Mm. And I was trying to comprehend it to communicate it mm. when I was like it was nearing, nearing the end of the conversation mm. I was like I'm feeling called <laughs> into something yeah. but I don't know what I don't, this conversation was crazy I don't know what happened but I'm feeling something yeah, and I don't yeah. know how to comprehend it all you did was just talk and yeah. say, you know share of what like yeah. God's done through you yeah. and that was enough to be like yeah I didn't feel like I was yeah. like um I didn't feel, like, jealous. I didn't feel like I was, like, I'm not good enough because I'm not doing it. I was like, oh, yo, like, this is this is me. Yeah, this is what I'm yep. called and
1: capable of and more. Yeah. That's what 100%. I felt like. Well, that, and and that's, in some ways, that's, like, the feeling of an impartation. Hmm. Like, you know, when, when people talk about impartation, that, that's, you know, people say things like, it's it's better caught than taught.
2: And yeah, I obviously yeah, sure. believe in
1: teaching. Yes, yeah. But yeah. some things... Teaching gives you the understanding of what you catch.
0: I well, guess even like the yeah, when you're in the car, Yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, had yeah. that moment. You're just like, okay, I now I need to learn about it. Yeah, because you were like, I don't like that was caught. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Far
1: out. Yeah, so um, so I I think in 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 short, yeah, I think. I think this stuff is for every person, hmm. like um that Jesus is God's example of what the human life is meant to look like. Mm. You know, Jesus is the word made flesh. Mm. What word? He, he, yeah. Jesus is what God has to say about himself. Jesus is what God has to say about us as humans. Yeah, He's the word made flesh. He's, um, you know, the, the son of God and the son of man. He's son of God, meaning when you look at him, you see the father. Son yeah. of man, when you look at him, you see you. Yeah. And so he's the baseline example of what God has intended human life to look like when we're walking with him. Baseline. Just like the, yeah. Yeah. And so, and, <laughs> and so, that's a pretty, uh... and so, if we we're asking the question, hey, what should be normal for us? Mm. We just need to look at the life of Jesus, and the life of Jesus should be normal for us. So, woman at the well, yeah. word of yep. knowledge. Have you seen the passion, uh, the um the chosen series? I still need to see it. I didn't uh, really want to see it. Yeah, if yeah. you just skip to the last episode of season one and watch yeah. the woman at the well um scene, yeah, and Jesus starts moving in the word of knowledge, it's awesome. That's, um but th- this is this is what's available to us. Yeah. Um the prophet, like you know, Jesus is an invitation from heaven. Yeah. Uh, uh, a call from God yeah. to say, "Hey, this is what it looks like yeah, for you." It's to step a, into a similar thing, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: And so, for for you, like when you're in those moments, you're in those ministry moments, um, like alt calls, will probably the easiest way to describe. Um, what, like, when you get um, when you get words of knowledge, how, what does it look like for you? As in, mm. like, what is it? Like, how clear is it? Where like Does it visually see it Do you hear it Like what does it look like For you
2: mm, mm.
1: Um, Different off, different. It's different It's not always the same I should say hmm. um, I In terms of like The, the word of knowledge Specifically hmm. um, It happens in You know Commonly it will happen Like I'll get a thought, in I'll just be, you know, maybe I'll be scanning the room, looking at the people that I'm, are in front of me, waiting mm. for ministry, and, and I'll just, I'll constantly be asking the question with God,
2: mm.
1: where is, where is, where do I feel like my attention is landing extra specially, and like, mm. w- in other words, where's the highlighter of the spirit, where's the. Mm. Where's kind of a particular heavier bit of grace in the room? Mm. Grace is over the whole room, but there'll sure. be a little pocket or a person where it's just a little bit heavier. Yeah, and that'll just be like an intuitive kind of a. There's a feeling that just a drawing there, mm. and then, um, and then I'll be um, just asking the Lord. And what I do is I generally just tune into. I lean. I, I go through this little internal sort of thing.
0: It happens so quickly where, though. That's what I'm trying to like. This is, yeah, like that's sounding like a a long process, but in the moment it's just like,
1: it's just a quick glance. Yeah. And then there it is. Next thing is lean back. Hmm. So I just lean back. And often you actually if You do. You literally do that. Yeah. I literally actually do it. I lean back. Whenever I do that, sometimes I take a breath. Yeah. I'll stop talking for a second. Yeah. Which I probably do even on the weekend. I I do. I do it all the time. Yeah. And it's and I it's me. I learned it actually from Clark Taylor originally. Okay, um, don't know who that And he is, talks but about. I'll have to look um, him up. Yeah, look him up. <laughs> he talks about s- stop and drop. Stop and drop into the spirit. And I just cool. stop, lean back, That's and drop into the spirit. And what that is is just me acknowledging that that Holy Spirit's with me.
2: Yeah.
1: And when you acknowledge that He's with you, it, you open yourself up to receiving from Him. Hmm. And and then I real, uh, over time, I've realized that his agenda is always love. So, I, I le- in that process, and this is, a, a, you know, I'm trying to describe what I've learned over years of learning.
2: Hmm.
1: But um, I've learned that there's always a flow of love that comes from him. So, I'm hmm. asking the question what does the love of God look like for this person? What does the love of God look like for this person? If you want to move hmm. in the gifts of the Spirit, pursue love and earnestly desire spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy.
2: Hmm.
1: that's 1 Corinthians 14. Yeah, yeah. So the the first step is pursue love. The next step is the gifts. So it's always love first. Hmm. God is always a flow of love into the people that he's ministering to and touching. So it's always lean back, acknowledge God, flow of love, and then, then whatever the thing is for the moment comes. It might be hmm. healing, it might be just, um, it might be deliverance, it might be, Whatever it is, hmm. a word of knowledge. If it's so, a word like for, knowledge,
0: a, for a process, would you, would you be, like, would you initially see like, f- would you feel healing, and then be like, "Okay, hey God, what?" Or like, do you get healing? knee, this, this, this. Like, what does it look uh, like for you? Like process. Yeah. So, it's,
1: Sorry, it's,
0: it's Different. Yeah, no, it's
1: good. It's a really good question. It's actually it's kind of different all the time, and so it's a hmm, slightly okay. one, hard one to answer. But what I've noticed that God's done with me. And I don't know if this will be true with everyone, but hmm. with me, as he's taken me through little seasons of time, <laughs> you know, hmm. like there's little seasons where he's taught me about this way that he speaks to me, and then that, and then he'll shift me into a different thing, and uh-huh. he'll shift me into a different thing.
2: Yeah.
1: And so I've learnt lots of lessons in my years of, and it hasn't been me. I've still got a lot to learn. So hmm. I'm, I, I hope I'm not coming across like an expert. Because no, no. I'm definitely not an expert, but, um, but I've but because it's almost like I've been through a lot of chapters so far with the holy spirit he's taught me yeah, something yeah, new yeah. in every chapter but every new chapter I've at least begun to learn or tried to learn or in some way learnt i can lean back into that and it becomes it becomes fast so okay. for yeah, example yeah. like okay. the the baseline thing is stop and drop lean yeah. back and then flow of love yeah. and then in that um, different things happen So mm. um, Sometimes it will be A quick flashing thought Yeah And I've learned to trust That in that context That quick flashing thought Is 99% of the time God Yeah Now my And then in that I'm learning to Interpret and understand The thoughts that God gives me Without turning them Into something that God's not saying Which I've done on multiple occasions And that's a little bit of trial well, and it's error it's kind of like An example on that Oh, like God might say, um, like I, I had this once. This was a, uh, a learning moment for me. I was in the California, and this was a successful learning moment. Okay. Which they haven't always been <laughs> successful, but yeah, yeah. Um, God said to me, I want you to s- tell that, um, that girl, I just want you to say this word compassion. And, oh, and the way that came was all I had in my head was compassion, hmm. like my spirit. The word there was compassion, but there was nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my temptation was to say, "I see you like a well of compassion," or to try and add to that. Yeah, and yeah. it just felt like God was like. Sometimes it is right to, to flesh it out a little bit and yeah. to, you know, to explain that word. Yeah, but this moment was like compassion, and that's it. It was just the way that he said it to me was, just say that one word. Yeah. So I said, I've just got a word for you, young lady. And she stood up and I just said, compassion. <laughs> and she just said, boom, and just fell on the floor and had this crazy encounter with God. What? Just from that? Yeah. And I, wow. rea- I realized, like, whoa, that worked. Yeah. Um, and it made me think. I wonder if it would have had the same punch factor if... I had put my own words yeah. to that. Um, and then uh, there's so many stories. I remember one time in the Philippines I was praying for people and uh, uh, people, uh, miracles were happening. They were coming up for healing hmm. and, you know, they were saying, I've got a sore elbow. So I wasn't having words of knowledge. It was yeah. just I've got a sore elbow and then I'd be like, okay, in Jesus' name I just declare healing. And they were kind of getting healed, yeah, which was epic, but it yeah. wasn't – I just knew that there was some, there was something that wasn't quite connecting in terms of Holy Spirit in the room. Okay. Earlier on that night, I would had an encounter with an angel by a little one of the. It was it was like a church banner thing that said miracles oh, yeah. on the side of the church. Yeah. Um And um, and I felt like God said to me, I just felt this still small kind of voice say, um, "Stop praying for people there. Go and pray for them." in front of the miracle sign where you had the angel encounter in the worship, which is the whole story in itself. Yeah. So I came over. Everything felt was feeling pretty dry, really, yeah. up to that point. So I took the next person over there, and I, and I felt the Lord say to me when I stopped and dropped and leant back. He said, don't touch her. I said, okay. He said, hmm. just tell her what you see me doing. I said, okay. So I felt like, okay, I'm just really going to just, be like a sports commentator. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, uh, I just said, close your eyes. Um, she was completely blind in one eye. And I saw God come up to her and wave his hand around her head like mm. this. I said, I, I said, I see God's hand waving around your head. Mm. That, and, and the way I see that is if you can imagine me, this is to explain to you what it's like. Yeah. If you can imagine me holding a wine glass in my hand right now. Mm. It's a uh, it's half full of red wine. Yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. So that exact place that you saw, see that wine glass yeah. in your being, yeah, is where God will show me images like I see you swirling. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah same yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, and and she starts spinning around like this, hmm. and then I said, uh, there was some something else. I can't. This was a few years ago. God started doing one other thing. I can't remember what it was, and I called it out.
2: Hmm.
1: And it was like literally like um, a a literal lightning bolt flew through the church building, hit her. She flew off her feet. She would have flown back, I would say, four to five meters through the air. Hmm. And she landed headfirst on the concrete by the speaker. So that's what you saw? No, this was in real life. This happened. Wow. As they as called it, the last thing it just it just happened, like and I and there was no catch or anything, and no one else in the room was falling over or anything. It was just the it just it just like a big electric shock just happened. What and the... I was like, whoa! I don't know what just happened. Yeah. Maybe she's hurt. You know. And anyway, she got up like two minutes later. She started screaming. Her eye had completely. She had twenty twenty vision on both eyes. The... She oh starts running around the church screaming like praises to Jesus yeah. and then miracles just started to uh, just like the holy spirit just exploded in the room but it was interesting because it was just Goodness. moving from there from 3 meters over there over to here yeah and that simple step it what do uh, you think it was uh, i th- i i don't know but i know that sometimes god is it's like throw the net on the other side yeah. For Peter, cool. it's, okay, it's yeah. like it actually doesn't make any logical sense, <laughs> but there's an like act it. of faith where he, you're yeah. where you're leaning into God and where He says, "Ah, you're following the flow." Yeah, it's almost it's like, "Hey, right I've got a posture for you. Can you do it?" And sometimes it's just for the very, very sake of 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 um of obeying God. Yeah. It doesn't actually have a reason. Yeah, that's cool. But we often require a reason. Yeah, yeah, And so yeah. We, it's like when you ask people to stand up for healing and some people are like, oh, if God wants to heal me, I'll just stay sitting down. He knows yeah. where I am. <laughs> um, And it's like the, the actual part of it is actually the standing up. Yeah. Because there's actually an honor thing that activates
0: Yeah, the spirit in the room. For sure, yeah. The faith that, like, hey, we're going after this in agreement of, like, I'm standing into this yeah. healing
1: yeah, and it's it's honouring, even though it still
0: happens when people are sort of seated. I've definitely seen that a lot. But uh, yeah. there is. But
1: yeah, true. What we're trying to say. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That that faith kind of mm-hmm. move. So what was one like? One of the craziest, craziest like. Um, well, I mean, there's one of them already healings yeah. that you've seen. Like, what have you got? Another like story that you are just like? I mean, yeah, it's hard telling it without feeling like, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's um you have to justify and find. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. To prove that it's true.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I, it's, yeah, I I can. I can... New Zealand-based. There we go. Let's oh, New Zealand-based. Yeah, okay. I know that. Yeah. that oh, I've got, the... a, I've got a, one of my favorite ones from New Zealand. I mean, to be honest, people often say, why do you think it is that we see more miracles overseas on the mission field than in our own country, New yep. Zealand? And that the, the answer to that question for me is, I, about you, I is think, I think because our population is significantly less than most places
2: hmm.
1: is one reason. Yeah, but the other thing, the other thing is that hasn't been my ex, my experience. I've seen, wow. I've seen, okay. wow. I've haven't seen as many miracles numerically wise only because I've prayed for more, more people overseas than I have in New Zealand. But hmm. the quality of miracles, no difference. Wow. Um, One of my favorite miracles in New Zealand was, uh, and you might have heard this story, but Mm. it it is one of my, you asked for one of my favorites, so it's it's definitely one of my favorites, is um, there was a a guy, he came to a church service, and it was at the very end of the meeting, it was in Auckland, and he, um, uh, I've been giving some words in the lodge, people have been getting healed. Mm. Not lots, it was probably like 30% of the people that put their hand up got healed. That's you know, still awesome. Which is still awesome. You just praise the Lord for it's everything. Still you know. incredible. Feat. It's yeah. epic. But um, and I ran out of time, which is what I always do.
2: You
1: know? mm. And um, yeah, that one. you guys always, yeah. know, you guys know how it is for me. Oh. And um, and so I said, okay, is anyone, does anyone else? I hate it when people are left out, so mm. I, I just try and do the blanket thing, the big cool. blanket group, yeah. yeah. get everyone involved. Mm. Said if you need a miracle at all, mm. just stick your hand up. And all these people stuck their hands up. And I said, if you're sitting next to them and you didn't put your hand up, just put your hand on them and repeat this prayer after me. So they did that. And um, in Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name, be healed. I was Mm. just like out of time. It was Mm. just a quick token kind of just be healed. And um, By the way, I do love that
0: because you're one of the only people I see do that. Um, We do it here now. I think it's almost taught from you, but Mm. the the body work where Mm. the church Praise for each other yeah, You know You yeah. you like yeah. You'll be like Okay let's get it activated But you'll be like Hey no Like mm. you have this And you like equip Every time you do it I've, I've seen you do it so many times And mm. in certain menus You'll be like No like This is like Yeah like I'm doing it But mm. you can as well Because mm. God's called mm. you To do the same thing I'm 100%. just walking in it more yep. You
1: know So But anyway Yeah, sorry. yeah. Um, So Yeah um, So I said uh, You know I um, who notices a difference you know i sort of did the the question does anyone feel yeah. like they've been healed or i can't remember the words i said mm. but anyway as i'm saying those words in the back corner you just hear this
2: <conductivity settling sound> <laughs> it's just wailing from <laughs> yeah, the back
1: you know and there's this young guy at the very back he would have been early 20s probably mm. and um he's just crying you know and um and i said you know what's going on with you man and he can hardly talk and he says um, he says, "I, I was, I was deaf in my ear, hmm. um, but I wasn't just deaf. I actually had my eardrum surgically removed four years oh ago. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I can hear perfect out of this ear now. And he's blocking his good ear, and he's hearing per- uh, no eardrum. I've been surgically removed. has a doctor's <laughs> certificate and everything. You know, like it's had surgery. There's not possible for yeah. the ear, and." Um, and he's freaking out. And then God gave me a word for him. I saw him in a boxing ring, and I saw Jesus step into the boxing ring. He'd just been fighting. Mm. And Jesus starts ringing a bell saying, the fight's over. Mm. And I felt like Jesus said to me, this is all in a split second, you know. I felt mm. Jesus said to me, um, tell him that the air being healed is a sign that the fight he's been fighting is over. I'm calling an end to it. Mm. So I prophesied that over him, mm. and then I went to... Interview the next person Who put their hand up Yep And um, As I'm shifting Everyone's attention To the next person You hear the His text message sound On his phone Hmm. And so It was close enough In the transition For everyone's attention To go back to him Yeah But he didn't know that So he pulled his phone out Yeah And his (laughs) Just went up Like Five volume levels It was like (laughs) Just snot balls Coming out of it Like he was He just lost it Yeah. Yeah And I thought, I'm not going to ask him what happened. We just carried on. But at the end, he came up to me and he said, I've, I've got to um, tell you something. And I said, what happened? He's like, I haven't been to church for four years. You know, I'm totally backslidden. I don't know why God would heal me. I'm just I'm just totally blown away. Mm. I'm, I'm so, I, I don't even understand what's happening, but I feel so, lo-. he's just freaking out. You know, he's like mm. still crying and stuff. He said, um, what my story is that I moved here from South Africa four years ago. The week we moved my dad tried to um, hit my mum and I stood in the way of my dad and then he grabbed me and he punched me in the side of the face hard enough to damage my eardrums so bad that I had to get it surgically removed. Mm. And after that, my dad left our family and, um, and said, you'll never hear from me again. I'm disowning this entire family. I'm gone, it's over to you yeah. and left. And he said, I haven't heard from my dad. I haven't, didn't know if he was dead or alive. I didn't know where he was. No one has heard from my dad For four years Yeah And then he said I just want to show you This text message And the text message was um, um, Unrecognized number Yeah Miss you son Love you Your dad That's just incredible the, that You can't orchestrate that You yeah. can't make that stuff up It
0: this was right on the is, phone Oh my goodness I
1: looked, at the te- I looked at the text The guy's just sobbing Double miracle Hears, Ears open Brand wow. new eardrum
0: do you find that that is uh, common with like you see a physical healing and then a like almost relational, mental, um, emotional, like healing comes
1: with it? Have you is there? Do you find a correlation? Mm, sometimes. Um, uh, what one? I don't know. This is just a thought. I haven't fully thought this through, but I We're all do learning f- on
0: this, so it's all good. Yeah,
1: I do feel like one question I have. One thing I'm kind of exploring at the moment is how much miracle Holy Spirit potential is untapped in moment in miracle moments, and what I mean by that okay. is, um, like, if I didn't share that prophetic word yes. with a guy and I just left it with the eardrum, maybe I was feeling like, "Hey, we're out of time. I don't really have time to give a word as well as minister healing because yep. I've got to honor the time." Mm. Maybe if I hadn't shared that word, maybe his maybe I don't know. I don't know the answer to this, but mm. maybe Dad wouldn't have texted
2: because
1: mm. the the grace of God was released in that word. Because words aren't to communicate information; they're they there to release grace. Yeah. So grace was released in that moment. He texted, but imagine if I hadn't have said that, and imagine if the dad thing hadn't happened.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, imagine if I had just stopped. Imagine if God wanted to carry on, and He wanted me to use the gift of prophecy, not just the gift of healing. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. And I just use the gift of healing. I I just wonder if it would have just stopped there. Yeah. Um. Like, there's there's a part in the uh, there's a moment in well, there's a few moments in Scripture where Jesus is um in the in the synagogue, and the Bible says um, uh, the Power of God was there to heal,
2: hmm.
1: but there's there's moments where it says that, but no one's healed, or no one's healed initially,
2: hmm. or
1: something else has to happen before the power's activated. Yeah, it just okay. it just makes me wonder, like how often there is God potential in a situation, and it's untapped. Yeah.
0: I feel like that could be like all the time. Is it like because I feel like that you have that in yeah. You could walk into a cafe and have the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent, yeah.
0: You know, like with the you know, walk in intentions of getting a coffee, but really like if you, you know, mm. sat back and that mm. and that and that love, mm. like that, that Holy Spirit, yeah, how much could be how many lives could we change? Yeah, a
1: hundred percent man. What do
0: you like what do you do? That's that's overwhelming to think about. I know. Yeah. But like it's also what we've kind of been called to do.
1: It's exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, and I think one <laughs> like? one thing yeah. that's really helped me is um, the freedom to explore with the Holy Spirit and to not be condemned when you know you don't get it right hmm. or maybe you don't maximize the moment hmm. like you could with God and to know that God's you know that God's okay you know God's okay hmm. yeah there's no no dramas no there's, you haven't like messed up or anything yeah. Um, but to know that you have permission to just explore and learn. Yeah. And the process of exploring the Spirit, exploring the Spirit with God, and, um, and realizing that you have freedom and grace to just learn with God.
2: Hmm.
1: Without, in other words, you don't have to know how to do it, <laughs> hmm. you, you can learn how to do it.
2: And yeah. the Holy Spirit yeah. can be
1: your teacher. It's quite a cool, um, that's been a real game changer for me. Yeah, and I think to give it a kind of illustration, I feel like many people interact with a kingdom like they're on a tightrope. Yes, um, yeah. they're trying to. I really want to make sure I don't mess this up. You know. Mm, yeah. And um, and I feel like God's like, man, you're not even on a tightrope. You're on a playground. Just yeah. enjoy the playground. Like there's yeah. so many options on the playground, and um, it's kind yeah. of there. It's set up so that you can make mistakes. Mm. And not hurt yourself. That's how a yeah, playground set up. Yeah, you land on the yeah. Yeah, you land on the back. Yeah, that's nice easy.
0: Um, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. That kind of um, goes into one of the questions we have was: um, Should we expect to hear from God each time we talk to him? As in, like you're talking about, like the Holy Spirit teaching you. Like, should we just as a, as an expectation that God will always or the Holy Spirit? Will always
1: respond I guess Yeah Yeah um, Yeah I think so I think that um, Yep I think so I think that God is um, Well The primary revelation Of God In the life of Jesus Is that God is father hmm. God, God's God's more than father But the foundation as God is our Father, like that's kind of like the big message that Jesus kind of gives to us. Hmm. When he, he, we, you know, Jesus, how do we pray? First of all, say our Father, yeah. not my Father, not your Father, our Father. Yeah, we have the same Father. Yeah, you know. So God is Father. Hmm. So I'm a father, and um, I don't think I'd be a good father if I didn't respond to my kids when they talked or if, or if maybe more than that if i didn't want to respond to my kids when they talked like mm. if i if i just didn't want to have conversation with them yeah i think a good father kind of actually looks forward to and longs for conversation with his kids and wants to be with them mm. um and so and i think God's the same uh i think that holy spirit is always talking, Jesus is always talking, the Father's always mm. talking. Yeah. Um, and I think we can expect to to hear him every time we talk to him.
2: Mm.
1: Now I'm not saying theologically that we will that he will talk every time we talk to him.
2: Mm.
1: Although I I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Mm. Um, but I think that we should, in short, we should expect hmm Cause like to I guess there's because
0: i guess there's the audible replies, but there's also like i guess there's a few more ways that you can like i think well, there's obviously con conv, conversive yeah, conversational yeah, yeah, but there's also like hey God, like sh- can you show me something, mm. and mm. like I think there is there's almost there's more. Examples And like mm. Even if you could name Some of them I mean like So of if, like you know, How he speaks Yeah Because I think there's Because people, some people Are just like Okay waiting for that audible Okay it's yep. God hasn't spoken to me yet Or like God hasn't Replied to You know mm. this, this thing that I'm I've really been just asking mm. God And like contending for mm. Something mm. um, mm. And not heard mm. Mm. Like audibly heard Or like mm. What what their comprehension Of, of heard is mm. How are yeah. some ways that, I guess, God speaks? Yeah.
1: Um, well, first of all, I think that you hear God before you understand God. Okay. Hearing yep. God yeah. doesn't mean you understand him. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. like, my, okay. my, yep. uh, my daughter, when mm. she was, you know, one day old, could hands down hear me. <laughs> they had no yeah, yeah, idea yeah. what I was saying. But she recognised yeah. oh, I was. Her, the, wow. She recognised the voice of her dad. Yep. hundred uh, percent. But it took her years to understand my language. Mm. Even though it's good for yeah. the, all of those years, she could hear me, Oof. and she's still learning how to understand me. And yeah. she's eleven. Yeah, I mean, we're able to have some pretty deep conversations, but they're going to get deeper and deeper as the years go on. Yeah, because her level of understanding is going to increase. That's good. And so that's one point to make, I think, Mm. is that don't be discouraged if you're not understanding what God's saying to you right away. Mm. You can acknowledge that you're hearing God and just give yourself grace to know, hey, I'm learning how to understand God's language and how he speaks to me. And I think a lot of people trip up on that. They think, oh, God doesn't even talk to me. Mm. Well, God does talk to you. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't actually even expect you to fully understand what he's saying straight away. Just the same way as I didn't expect my one one day old daughter to it. Didn't yeah. stop me talking to her though. Yeah, yeah. You know, it didn't stop me prophesying over her, it didn't stop me singing over her. It didn't stop me Wow well, You know, that's yeah. what dads do, you know. Um but I think I think there's lots of ways that God speaks and it and I think there's probably millions of ways that God speaks. It's hard to sort of it's almost i feel i feel like it could be helpful to sorry the alarm's the, about to go off cuz it's nearly midnight <laughs> that's funny
2: uh, i
1: feel like it could be helpful to answer that question by by giving some examples but the other thing it might do is it, it might stop people exploring some ways that god's already speaking to them hmm. um but I think Lord, that God, like
0: maturing those areas. Yeah, I think yeah. That,
1: that you know, God speaks to God speaks to you through feelings, God speaks yep. to you through imaginations, through yeah, visions, sure. through images, God speaks through unusual circumstances, God speaks <laughs> yeah, through yeah. Um, through different people, God speaks through mm. highlighting, or when you like when you're reading scripture, for example, oh, or a book and huge. something just jumps off the page and, and you're like, Whoa. That is so underrated, man. Oh, it's so underrated. It's that one, like I think yep. Like,
0: my one of my friends is Anglin He's just like, man, the ho- like the Holy Spirit's real But, like, mm. for like so different in a, mm. in, a, in, a, in a way But then when he's like, man, when I read the Bible The Holy Spirit's just so talking to me
1: Yeah.
0: And I was just like, that's a really good point Like, it's so, it's the, like, the most I yeah. For me, it's the most yeah. uh, likely scenario to hear God mm.
2: Is mm. just mm. reading
0: the Word of God And then mm. all of a sudden, like, I was like, yo, this yep. Or, like, you know, just, and Gives me mm. a revelation about it and gives mm. me a, a real clear, mm. like, mm. this is you. Like, this is I've,
1: mm. this is exciting. Mm. Mm. Bible, man. Yeah. Bible. Oh, it's, it's a powerful one. I think that um, also sometimes we, uh, like, when we ask God a question, you, you kind of mentioned asking God a question and then wondering why he's not answering. Hmm. Two things. Sometimes we might be asking the wrong question. Mm. And so it's maybe like try find a different way of asking the question, or maybe just ask yourself: Is it really the? Maybe I should. Maybe is there a different question I can ask? Mm. That oh might be man, a that's question. so
0: big. That's a really yeah. I, I had the, for me an example of that was I was I was youth pastoring mm. at the time, and we went to this leadership um, a youth leaders training, mm. and like they were like okay like hey everyone, if, the final night they're like hey everyone just pray. What does your next season look like You know mm. Youth pastoring mm. Like give Ask God for a vision mm. Of your your, mm. your youth ministry Blah blah, blah. And then um, Nothing And mm. God had been speaking to me So much About mm. just different things mm. Up until that point And I was like God you know Give me a Give mm. me a vision About my youth ministry That was nothing I was mm. like mm-hmm. Okay That's That's kind of That's kind of Sucky Because yeah. God just <laughs> yeah, turned yeah, off yeah. his tap yeah. But then I actually went to Manifest Presence and uh, what's his name spoke uh, from Jesus Culture, banning oh, banning. Yeah. Yes, he yeah. spoke. He spoke on. I can't remember exactly what he who spoke on, but I got challenged to yeah, no, ask him more, um, ask mm. a different like the, exactly this. Mm. And I was like, okay, actually, you no, know, God, what's your what's your vision for my ministry? And mm. straight away, I was like, worship, and I was like.
1: He oh, didn't him want him to answer question. the youth
0: ministry thing. Yeah, because it wasn't. It was blank that. for a reason. Yeah, it was yeah. not what I'm what I'm called to in the moment. And Sometime... it was so. It was. It was like, okay, that's okay. Good, I have definitely I asked like the wrong that. question. I totally asked the question. but yeah, yeah, no. And sometimes, true.
1: sometimes the no reply is a reply.
0: Yeah, and I didn't see it though. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. God's shut off His tap. Yeah, that was for me, and that's like when, yeah. when you were saying that. I was just like, oh, like yeah, like for me, it just sounds like God's mm. shut off His tap. But really, like again, mm. He's always talking. Like mm. you're saying.
1: Mm. So it's like the answer is nothing. Mm. Yeah, what, what, it was an answer. What, what's your vision for my youth ministry? Nothing. Yeah. I don't <laughs> have a vision for your youth ministry. I have a vision for your worship ministry. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> it? It's, it's, so it's like the answer in and of itself. The other thing I, I think that sometimes happens, that this has happened for me, although I don't know if I can give an example without spending a few more minutes trying to think about it, but mm. is when you ask God a question and you've predefined what the possible answers are going to be and God's answer is not one of those possible answers that you've predefined. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you sort of like um, uh, sabotage your willingness to to entertain any answer other than what you've predefined Mm. and therefore God's answer stays out there somewhere. Mm. Even though it's kind of knocking at your door the whole time. Yeah. You haven't allowed yourself to be in a position to recognise it. Yeah. Because you've already... You put him in a box. Yeah, you've, you know, hey, you've already you've already given him. This, this is what the answers are allowed to be. Yeah, and and he's possibly like, well, I didn't pick one of those. So when That's you're willing to good. open your door, I'll. Yeah, you know, it's there. I've answered you, but.
0: It's, <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think about um, ultimatums? God, um, give me God ultimatums. Or like, um, like hey, God, um, or not ultimatums, but like um, if. If you do this God I'll I'll do do this And like I've heard a lot of stories About it happening And it Mm. going well Sorry that's the alarm company (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Yeah like of Like it's still happening Obviously I don't Fully I don't Mm. Personally I'm like That's I mean it's kind of bad Mm. Um, It's not Mm. ideal But Mm. where do you Theologically What's your I guess understanding of it
1: Oh, man. I don't know theologically. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm uncomfortable with it. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I, I you know, I have given God ultimatums mm. in the past, but I feel like, you know, I feel like as I've, you know, I, I, do, I don't really feel comfortable giving anyone I love ultimatums really like do you know what i mean like it sort of doesn't <laughs> oh, good like i don't know if you're, ma- if you're married yeah, and you try and no, give your wife a- an ultimatum yeah doesn't generally go well you know like it's <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> no, no it's generally not kind of what you do
2: in, no. a, oh, that's in
1: awesome. a in a um friendship mm. um yeah so so that's kind of where I feel that's probably the theological kind of answer yeah to it. just it never really seems healthy to me mm. but um I've also heard lots of stories of it going going really well as well, mm. and um
0: 'cause I guess there's a whole other aspect because i've I've had a friend this that um was like i mean you have you have this these ultimatums type things where like." God brought up The Amazon for example mm. And he's like Okay God If I go to the Amazon You need to do something Like mm. I think this is happening I have no idea But God If But mm. I guess that's more of a A Holy Spirit stirring already mm. And it's kind of like mm. But God If you don't do it mm. I'm gonna like I'm, I'm doing mm. well,
1: You know Backsliding or
0: something Yeah But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess it's a little bit different
1: I, I mean there are things like I mean I've done things like I remember when God um, Asked me to go to Russia <laughs> and I was standing under my tree on my back lawn, and and God said to me, "Um, uh, would you come with me to Russia? And I said, yeah, of course I would come with you to Russia, but Mm. I don't know anyone in Russia, uh, and I would need for you to um, connect me with some people that would invite me to Russia would be... Hard for me to go without sort of a contact there. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, maybe I would go without a contact and just expect to find one there. But mm. I was, it was just what I said to the Lord, and then I remember within maybe it was within a week, um, someone was at my house from Russia. They invited me without <laughs> in me talking week. to them about that. They invited me to um, to speak at a leaders' gathering in Saint Petersburg. And um, asked me if I would consider coming, and I wouldn't have considered coming, but and but God had asked me to do that, so uh, I said yes, and and now it's one of my favourite countries to go to in the world. And um, that's so cool. And I've I so been wish
2: there lots of time because
0: I want to ask you a question about Russia. Yeah. but I think we need to wrap up. I mean, it is it's it's midnight for us. Um, is nearly. it midnight? It is it is quarter two. So we are, oh, man. and we've just come off a big camp. Um, although I feel like we're just getting we really are. We can carry it on. Oh, I'd time, love man. to carry yeah. it on. Um, but I think it would be cool if, if there was a. I mean, if you have a, if a, if a challenge, for yeah. for someone or yeah. a even like a, a revelation that you really would hope, um, someone might catch that mm. might help unlock, uh, God potential or just mm. yeah. Is there yeah I guess is there any of those any of those mm. two.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, that's that's so good, man. Well, first of all, it's been awesome um hanging out, man. Hmm. And <laughs> it's been. good conversation. Finally. We didn't get to hang out over camp,
0: so I'm glad you finally got hang out. We, we,
1: yeah. So yeah, it's epic, epic. Um you know, um one thing would be to to just take some time. Um one challenge would be to take some time and don't just take some time. Maybe decide when you're going to take the time, like right now, like as you're listening to this, mm. grab your phone out and make an appointment
2: mm.
1: with God in your phone. Like just oh, wow. block an hour out on your, on your Google calendar or whatever mm. um, at a time that's going to work for you where you're going to be awake and block that out and spend an hour with God and and in that hour go somewhere that's going to be conducive to you connecting with God some people like to be inside with zero distraction other people you might want to go to a waterfall or a mm. beach or you put some worship music on whatever's going to work for you mm. go spend an hour with God somewhere and just begin to ask God what what God what are you stirring in my heart right now what have you put there for me to steward
2: mm.
1: what seeds have you put there that I can water that I can look after. Um, you might already be able to answer some of those questions, but just spend some time with the Lord,
2: mm.
1: and then once you've heard an answer to that question, um, just ask the Holy Spirit what what are some things I can do to steward that, mm. and yeah. let Him give you some action steps, and, and commit to follow through on those action steps, <laughs> and commit to follow through on those action steps. Yeah, well, if you don't follow <laughs> through, then the <laughs> yeah. little tree dies. That's you know, it. steward, it's, it's stewarding the word. You don't want the seed to die. No. So um yeah that would be my challenge. That's huge. I mean I'm
0: yeah though already it's a conviction. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I'm like, yeah that's true and God always speaks in those moments and yet I'm not giving those moments like I'm not I'm not giving the time to those moments as much as I as I should. Yeah. Cuz yeah. God does move
1: and he does and he, and he does love to speak.
0: Yeah. yeah. Flip. Well it's honestly been a pleasure um, and thank you so much for your wisdom, um, and even you just stewarding your life so you can share this, like so, so we can have these conversations where mm. you have a wealth of of knowledge and understanding of who God is. So, um, yeah, so you can pass it on, and people can know God more. Because I mean, the more we know God, the the yeah. more that kingdom's unleashed, and that's 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 heaven on earth. Yeah, yeah, amen. <laughs> and it's, so it's a, it's it's that's, on, that's, that's a goal. But again, thank you, Matt Lansdowne, and. Um, Again, we actually have Renee Lansdown next door, who is awesome. Yeah. She is amazing. Yeah. Your yeah. your wife is oh, just she's, um, she's a good one. We were we were we were the, like we we're running. We we're just in Hamden, um, at the pools, and we we're just running to the hydrostride And she was like, "What are you guys doing?" And we we're just like, "Oh, we're going to hydrochride. Do you want to come?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah." What? She, I did she not expect her so to say <laughs> yes. Yeah, and she, she was like, it. "Yeah." I was just like, "Man, she's just." She's awesome. Yeah, she's, she's a awesome. fantastic she's, person. She's but cool. we love you guys, um, as as yeah. as Harmony, but as of as Johnny Hook and Dyke, we also yeah. love you. I love you. Yeah, good yeah. man. And um, yeah, so that's Bubble Dutch for this week, and um, we'll see
2: you next week. Awesome. Peace. Peace.